Welcome to Residential Tech Talks. I'm Jeremy Glowacki, Executive Editor of Residential Tech Today. On this week's podcast, Jimmy Paschke joins us from Gastonia, North Carolina, where he is settling into his brand new role as VP of Sales and Marketing for Apex Technologies US, the distributor of high-performance European AV brands. Jimmy is a hugely popular figure in the custom integration business, joining Apex from Surgex, where he was Director of Sales for many years. His expertise in the custom AV channel runs deep, having previously held director of sales positions at prominent AV companies, including Core Brands and Panamax, as well as sales management positions at DNM Holdings and Kaleidoscape. Jimmy also served on the board of the Azion Unlimited Buying Group. Now he is working with Apex owner Ryan Donaher, best known for his longtime role at Meridian America, where he will work directly with sales reps to drive business while Ryan continues to focus on dealer sales and support. I've always enjoyed interacting with Jimmy at trade shows and industry events, but I've never asked him the hard questions that I'm sure that we're all dying to know the answers to. Like, where did he grow up? Where, what did he study in college? And how did he end up in this business instead of politics? Hopefully, we'll find out that stuff and more today. Jimmy Paschke, the legendary Jimmy Paschke, welcome to the podcast. Hey, man. Thanks for having me, Jeremy. This is going to be cool. I think it will be. I always, like I said, uh, I, I find you to be one of those com uh, comforting presence at industry events. You're so laid back and and chill and... Uh, your your reputation sort of precedes you, and you're just like this laid back guy. Um, you're you're like one of these guys that I at, at a buying group, your name gets mentioned or your your picture goes up on the screen for some reason, like you're on the ASEAN board, and all the all the bros in the big meeting room all hoot and holler for some reason. They're like Jimmy, and like this guy, he's he's like one of the one of the dudes, you know. And then I talk to you, and you're just so laid back such a humble guy. And, uh, I, I guess it just, it, it, it must be come out at late at night or something when I'm, when I'm back in bed in the hotel room or something, are you like one of these late after hours types of wild men that I just don't ever see in the I, in public I, space? I definitely do evenings better than I do mornings for sure. But, um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, I, I've always thought that more things get done. There's, there's more productive time, uh, after the show, you know, and yeah. generally and maybe it's just the business we're in, although I think probably most industries operate to a degree like this, but it just happens to be at the bars, I guess, maybe because they're open the latest. Sure. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Well, I I, I figure that uh, you're just one of these, that you're in the, the sales business, right? Um, but you have that authentic quality. It's an overused word now, authentic or authenticity, but but you, you just are, are kind of the real deal. So I, I, I feel like that's probably what comes through. People just really respect that and like you as a person. So yeah. um, it, it's, it's as much about that as anything. It's probably a good lesson for those who are in the sales field. Um, but hey, congrats on the new job. Um, I'm a big fan of you, of course, and your colleague Ryan at Apex. Yeah. And so when I saw that the two of you were getting together, I, I was legit excited for you. What um, brought you together uh, in this in this um, um, company. I, I know Ryan's been doing it yeah. for a couple of years. So how did you come together? I, I'll use another overused word organically. Um, okay. You know, we, we've got a, a small group of peers 
that have gotten together over the years, kind of like dealers, you know, bouncing ideas off each other. What would you do in this scenario? And man, when COVID hit, we really came together. It was like, what the hell are we all going to do now? You know, and I remember initially it was like, well, we took our forecast down in half. And I think it was Bryce back then who was like, oh, we're seeing the exact opposite. And he saw it first. Networking, go figure, you know, work from home, took off. And within days, Access Networks business is just climbing. And we're all going, well, that's weird. We're not seeing that first two months. Business was way off. Um, so what are we going to do? You know, and and those were just conversations that were um, pointed at a time where maybe it was the most crucial to have those discussions. But for years, we've been doing that. You know, um, how do you manage reps and, and how do you manage some of these more difficult relationships, whether it's with uh, maybe a, a certain project or a, a dealer or two or uh, you name it. Um, maybe it's marketing. It, you you name the topic, we were having it, you know, and, and it's mm-hmm. it's always good to figure out, is there a best practice out there we can rely on? Is there somebody smarter than me? And, and hell yeah, there's a lot of people smarter than me. Um, but as a collective, I think we, we generated some really cool ideas. And um, with Ryan in particular, I saw uh, the ability to maybe contribute immediately to helping him grow. And I, the first question was, do you want to grow? And he's not looking to double his business, triple his business. He's looking to grow with the brands that maybe could use some help growing. And, you know, Meridian's doing quite well. Other mm-hmm. brands are newer to Apex Technologies, but the synergy is through the roof. And because of that, we should expect uh, some some aggressive growth numbers this year and into next year and and then moving forward. Yeah, Ryan, um, in the press release, I thought was super complimentary of of your role and um, the potential there. He said, you know, it was an awesome recipe for success and said that hiring you enables Apex to maintain its quality while managing rapid growth and that you have one of the best reputations in the business. Uh, I don't want your head to get so big here, but yeah. uh, it was it's a lot of, about aligning the two of your um, your your kind of roles and kind of having the same company culture um, ideas there, that sentiment. Um, remind everyone what brands Apex is working with now and uh, and what what you like so far just as from learning what you have about those brands. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. And, and I will say starting out, um, Ryan's extremely good at dealer relationships. And, mm. and I'm okay with, I, I appreciate what you said earlier. I'm okay with dealer relationships and I, I appreciate every one of them that I have. I work really well with reps and, you mm-hmm. know, I, I like the um, transparency and communication and setting expectations on both fronts. What, what can I do better as a manufacturer? What can the rep do better as a rep? And we've already started down that path. And I think the reps appreciate the attention uh, and, and I believe we're going to be able to grow uh, together because of it. And what we're looking to grow, um, Display Technologies makes phenomenal product, uh, acoustically transparent screens, uh, mm-hmm. masking that's built into Logic that makes very good sense for uh, automation brands like Savant, Crestron, C4, you name it. Um, mm-hmm. They have these particular um, uh, application-specific mounts for projectors where you think you couldn't put a projector in a room you can do it this way by mounting it outside of the room and having a porthole and a mirror system, you know, project onto the front of the wall. And 
um, in front of the room rather, or coming from behind. It's it's really neat um, because it opens up um, avenues for dealers where we thought maybe we we're pigeonholed into only a particular sit, uh, solution. Um, hmm. Yeah, light walls. I just left a, a dealer. I had a holy shit moment where I was like, oh my God, I'm supposed to be with Jeremy at 2.30. And here I was enthralled with this uh, light wall theater in Charlotte, North Carolina, where um, you know I wanted to see it firsthand. And uh, it's another example of a lighting solution that I, as I told the dealer, I said, I think y'all, the Cedia channel, are going to go nuts with this. I said, I, we, we haven't even begun to see the creativity explode. And it's a reactionary LED system that allows you to work with video and, and it's, it's pixel um, uh, pointed so that uh, we could create zones and group zones together. And, you know, maybe one day you'll, you'll be able to do more than just led strips or uh, HDMI matrix uh, walls. Uh, maybe there'll be fixtures as a part of that, who knows. But um, I just think that, that, that right there, that category is going to be big uh, for uh, an already blossoming lighting category in Cedia. Mm-hmm. Um, so right. displays, technologies, light walls, um, next gen, which, uh, does incredible, um, uh, audio matrixing and DSP, the DSP part of it in particular, uh, when we put in very high end, um, our architectural, uh, designed audio systems, it's uber crucial then to make sure that big open spaces sound good. And, and so mm-hmm. when you come in and engineer that audio with an acoustician and some DSP and equalization, uh, you can bring a, an ext- outstanding uh, performance experience to almost any mm-hmm. room or any uh, system within the home. And then lastly, okay. uh, HD Anywhere, which is brand new. I, I, I think Press just hit on that or is about to, but that's um, you know a video matrix switching that is already proven to be more than that because we, we've had to go use it in particular situations where we have handshake handshake issues with uh, HDMI, they've got solutions Mm -hmm. that uh, enable us to pull uh, some CEC information out and try to get the handshake uh, corrected. So it's a a vast assortment of very high-end audio, mostly driven uh, solutions. Um, TPI and Meridian represent the reference of that, whether we're looking at Mm -hmm. monstrous theaters or architectural designs around uh, interior design friendly solutions in a home. Uh, TPI and, and Meridian are at the apex, if you will, at all that. And then we hope to, <laughs> to bring in DT and Lightwalls and these other two brands, NextGen and HD Anywhere, to fill it out. So the company's um, position then, as far as a distributor um, goes for those brands, there was no um, pre existing. Uh, ability for I, I know that that's not the case for Meridian because Ryan was the basically U.S. representative for Meridian at, at when in his pre- prior role. So mm-hmm. Meridian was in the U.S., but some of these others I'm really not that familiar with. Um, it's not like he's an importer, but what what is the distribution position versus like some of the other just direct dealer type opportunities since they're an international collection of international brands yeah um, and it's is that sort of necessary for that yeah and i guess it's it's funny because these relationships with uh tpi and and light walls dt which is the same company um when you i just had my first week over there uh, at uh, uk going to these factories and when you watch the interaction mm. between ryan and the owners 
you get the sense kind of like you did, Jeremy, from looking at the outside that these guys were buddies and they're like, Hey, you do good work over there. Could you do that with this brand? And as long as it makes okay. sense, you know, not that we should be taking on every brand. And, and honestly, like I, I do think we probably will put the brakes on um, after a little while and say, Hey, let's just get really good at executing with what we have and then look at mm-hmm. other possibilities. But I think what we have right now is just golden and, you know, and I do believe it'll be a home run uh, to use some of your softball analogy. Um, it'll be a home <laughs> run for all of us. Um, but I got the sense that those guys just got along. And okay. And when you're over the overseas and you look at the U S market, yeah, you see potential, right? It's huge. But can you <laughs> simply just start up one day and say, Hey, we're for sale. We got a sales manager. It'd be a lot easier if you had uh, a network of the best dealers, which we do mm-hmm. and the best reps, which we do. And, and that, you know, recipe right there, that foundation is going to help us with our existing brands and whatever other, potentials we could bring in down the road. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me now. The relationships really are the key there and uh and developing that network of of reps like you're working with and then obviously all of those all those dealers that Ryan has known over the years. That yeah. just it goes so far in in helping that company make it get its foot in the door with the US market. Mm-hmm. That makes a lot of sense. Oh yeah. And you have a pretty diverse background on the manufacturing side with how I described in the intro, but um you know, for recent years you've seemed to be really the power management expert because of the Panamax and Surgex roles. Mm-hmm. Um in in your role in sales and marketing and and working with reps, did you become a pretty technical guy or is it really about the communication and um, relationship building more than it is about the technical? You kind of leave the tech support and engineers yeah. to that stuff. How, how, how much technical, how much of a, of an actual power guy did you become over the years? Well, uh, yeah. So I love to learn uh, existentially, you know, having it uh, put in front of me and, you know, I want to see and hear the results. And I remember my first week at Furman having almost no knowledge of power, by the way. In fact, I was like, I, I think at that time I was leaving uh, DNM holdings and a rep gave my name to Kristen Ruff and Dave Keller at that time. They had already mm-hmm. had a can- candidate in mind. They, they said, okay, we'll interview you. And, and that worked out. And I thought, wow, I'm going to sell power. And as I tell anybody that's about to do a training on power with me, it's like, yeah, I know, put a gun to my head. Uh, We're talking about surge for the next hour. And it ends up being that they only had 45 minutes and they, they wanted to stick around for another hour and a half because, because it was so important, but I, I wouldn't say I'm like the most technical person. The way I learn is by having issues come about in the field. And, uh, Mm -hmm. Mark Weisenberg taught me uh, years ago that the answers are in the field and they sure as shit are. Um, when one dealer gets stuck, another dealer's already solved the problem and you just have to find them, find that, you know, dealer that solved the problem, then make a note and be like, Oh yeah, that came up once before. And here's how it was addressed. Um, power technically, um, and my technical chops for power came out of like, I don't know, thousands of meetings over the years and, and then setting up demonstrations or witnessing things firsthand and then realizing what was the solution. So already, you know, having gone to the UK, hearing, 
you know, uh, Meridian reference in the theater and Meridian reference to channel audio. Uh, I used to go do that on my own uh, back in the day when a dealer say, I don't have enough time uh, or I'll be with you in 20 minutes or whatever. He'd have a nice kick-ass system. I'd be like, oh, I want to listen to that. You know, it's 10 grand or the <laughs> next one's a hundred grand. Another one's 750. And it's like, what is 750 grand versus 10? I'd love to hear the difference right. of that. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And and so I, I, I walked away from the UK with a, an appreciation for the differences and subtleties between uh, Meridian and then TPI. And, you know, for instance, when you, you talk about one being very technical and very precise and methodical and it's uh, engineering and, and just keeping that digital stream from input to output. It's, it's awesome. Then you go to TPI and they are so laid back, totally different than uh, Meridian. I think OSHA would probably have something to say about the tour that we got in the factory. You're stepping over crap to, <laughs> Yeah. But if you want like balls to the wall, this is going to be the best damn theater you could put together. And it's a huge room. TPI is it. So I, Mm. um, I'm passionate about the business that I'm in and I've always been passionate about things other than just power in the recent years. Um, I like power and I think power is still important. It's going to become even more important. Um, but, uh, I'll leave the very technical questions to the guys that can answer. Uh, for now, yeah. and I'll learn while we do it, and then any anywhere where I can learn and then teach, I'm going to look to do that. Well, we will continue our conversation with Apex Technologies, Jimmy Paschke, after the break. Do you want superior smart home automation at a great value? Shelly Wi-Fi relays by Alterco Robotics cover DC to line voltage, allowing you to control lights, outlets, appliances, garage doors, pumps, and much more. There are Shelly sensors and power measurement devices to help you measure temperature, humidity, lux, or motion, and electrical consumption from single wire to three-phase with neutral. You can use Shelly with a licensed driver for Control 4, Elon, or other premium systems, as well as your customer's existing hub, voice assistant, or any platform that accepts REST, MQTT, or CoAP. Shelly can make IoT very easy. Available now at Blackwire, City Electric Supply, and Worthington, or at ShellyUSA.com. Welcome back. We're talking with Apex Technologies, Jimmy Paschke. Uh, Jimmy, I know that you're uh, you, when you're not a road warrior out uh, in the field like you are so much in your career, you're in North Carolina, but uh, you went to college at Florida State. Um, where did you actually grow up? So uh, Fort Myers, Florida, uh, which okay. when you move to North Carolina from Florida, everyone wonders why. And what's so weird is when you grow up in Florida, the only thing you could think to do is move to the mountains, which uh, North okay. Carolina has hills, really, in comparison to out west. But for me, it's about as far north as I'd love to be uh, because I don't really like the cold weather being a Florida boy. Um, but I do love the terrain. I, I never liked the flatness of Southwest Florida. Tallahassee was mm. cool because we did get into some rolling hills. But um, yeah, I, I went to college and uh, Sony had asked me, um, based on some things that I had put together at Sears while I was going to college, I worked at Sears as a commission sales guy. They said, hey, we got an mm. opening. Would you move to North Carolina? And I was trying to keep it way cool. Like, oh my God, this company wants me to move to where I used to vacation my whole life. Uh, yeah, okay. I'm cool with that. Yeah. Nice. 
Well, that, that kind of leads into to how you connect with this industry then. But you, at Florida State, you studied po- political science, I see. Um, yeah. And you did a stint there uh, uh, interning or volunteering at the State House. And so it's clear that you had an interest in um, the, I guess, political s- sphere. I don't know how better to describe it, but um, you, but you were also a drummer uh, in a band for a while. So I see that musical connection that so many people that come into this industry have. It's either you're a, a guy that likes to take things apart as a kid and put them back together, or you're a music person or both. And it sounds like you're from that music side. So is that kind of what drew your attention to the industry? And what what was it that you just decided political science, not really my my path? Yeah, working at the state legislature was cool. Um, I remember being in a committee meeting and they were talking about uh, this company, SpaceX, in 10 years would you know Ooh. consider opening up in Cape Canaveral or it was looking at Texas. And so, you, you, you know, you and, and they had talked about that time uh, where they would travel to the moon and back in a very quick time and they would take people up. And I was just like, this is mind blowing. Like, I couldn't even fathom that. That, that was 1996, 97. Um, mm. So it was really wild to be in on that. And that was cool. Um, but mostly what I dealt with was pretty dry uh, legalese. And that part was not cool. And I had been at the moment, I was at a juncture where I was considering um, public admin and law. And then I remember this gentleman, Henry Kaitong, comes into Sears from Sony. He was a local detailer. And he got to talking and we, we formed a relationship over the years, a couple of years. And he said, hey, there's an opening in North Carolina. And I was like, man, AV is so much more fun. You know, electronics is cool. Um, and Sony, come on. I mean, I was in love with Sony back then. So what I really like about that that time is that a few years later, I became a trainer at Sony and I got to work with Jeff Goldstein's group. And funny enough, he's back, which is amazing. Um, yep. And I fell in love with the Cedia channel then and, you know, mm-hmm. learned more and more about high end. Like we would take a $3,000 SACD player and match it with like 260 grand worth of uh, transparent audio cables and Wilson Watt Puppy System 7s and do these incredible demonstrations. And the art of the demo was pretty key mm-hmm. back then. Um, and appreciating good quality was, you know, awesome to, to get that exposure. Yeah. So I'm glad that it happened. Uh, and it just, it just came through. I, you know, I, I didn't wish for it. I wasn't looking for the role and there it was right in front of me. And I'm so glad it happened. Yeah. Well, it, it's, it, it seems to be a good fit for you and you found your way into some pretty, pretty noteworthy companies over the years. Um, have you always just been a ro- road warrior? Like I described you, it seems like you're the type of guy that just doesn't stay home very long. Yeah. Uh, COVID was, man, was that an interesting that time. Been, been, Good Lord. That, yeah, was, that was like difficult, one. right? Like I, I ended up because <laughs> I didn't know what else to do. I ended up staying in my home office Monday through Friday for the first month and then staying in the bedroom for the weekends. The first month, <laughs> it was so weird to me to be, cause yeah, when I moved up to North Carolina, I chose Gastonia cause Charlotte was too big, but Gastonia was minutes from the airport, you know, 20 to 30 minutes I could be getting to the security gate at the airport. And since mm-hmm. 99, um, travel has been, you know, probably North of 70% a year, every year. Mm. So yeah, it's, uh, 
but but I I do I love to travel. Um, sometimes it gets tough to be away from home uh, for long stretches of time. Uh, sometimes I forget what room I'm in at a hotel or what floor I'm on. But um, but I do love to see the dealers, and I love to learn from the dealers and experience what they bring to their customers. You know, walk a home and uh, maybe it's pre-stage, but also walk it after and get to experience the theater somebody put together or, or the whole system or the outdoor, whatever, you know? Yeah. As long as you have those relationships, I would imagine that every day kind of is a unique work day for you. I mean, if, if you're trying to build those relationships from scratch, I'm sure it can be a real grind to be out there in the field, trying to cold call and meet people and all that. But if you've, if you've maintaining those relationships and people will welcome you, like I I've seen <laughs> dealers and reps talk to you at different events, um, then it would seem like every, every day is kind of a cool new, um, look at what's going on out there in the field. That must be uh, pretty stimulating as a job to be out there as much as you are. I, I would be exhausted by it. I'm an introvert. So like I couldn't recharge enough to be able to do what you do. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I just, I roll with it, man. Like, you know, flight delays, you know, and, and different things that come up while you travel. Um, yeah. Forgetting, I still forget crap. Like even Trisha was like surprised that I didn't have socks one trip or I forgot a belt or, you know, thank God I remember <laughs> the other things, but um, yeah, it's, it still happens, but, um, I just roll with it and holy crap. Do I, I, re, I when you mentioned cold, cold calling, I, I, there was a time when I worked with Jay Miller, acoustic innovations, and immediately oh, I'm yeah. thinking about going from one town to another. I had just the Southeast then, and I would go to the phone book and rip out the section of home theater and then call everybody one by one. And Hey, can I meet with you? And I mean, it was like, but I, I love that dude. I, I you know, and then somebody mm. would say no. And I, I think, um, I don't care. You said no, but I'm still going to call you, you know, like you don't think you can do it, <laughs> but I know you can do it. And that's been, that's probably the number one thing that I love about my entire time in this business is that you'll hit somebody with something that seems expensive and expensive is such a relative term in this CDA channel. But they'll, yeah. somebody will think something's expensive. Oh, we'll never sell it. And then boom, hey, I got a big bite on that thing that was really pricey. Then that's what I love because the dealer did it, you know, and then they, mm. they elevate their game and, and do more. And it's not that they, it's not the, just the money. It's the fact that a lot of times a homeowner doesn't, they don't know what's possible. And then the dealer mm. shows them what's possible based on what they know. But then when the dealer gets into something newer and watching their game like elevate and they're, they're into categories they didn't know they would be in, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's a really great way to look at it. And the brands that you're working with now seem to fit really well into that mindset of just broadening and expanding the possibilities in a project. Um, oh, yeah. Power, really essential. You've been doing that a while. I mean, you might still have to make the case for it because the homeowner just doesn't get, why is this one line on my bid? I don't think I need that. So you fight that battle, but the dealers probably are in agreement that it's important with this other stuff. You're starting to get into that lighting and different areas where it's, it's still a new thing for a lot, a high percentage of the dealers out there, even though it's becoming a really uh, big story and growing in popularity. Um, 
So there's there's potential, but a lot of education. And I, I didn't when you mentioned all the trainings that you've done. I mean, that sort of answered the question about the technical chops because to be able to talk about anything uh, for an hour, it's more than just talking specs and running down the list. You've probably got to get into some detail there and some depth. So um, it's great that you're you're learning and being able to tell these stories from the dealers and from the manufacturers themselves. So I look forward mm -hmm. to seeing um you know you in person and working with you on these new brands and learning more about them as as we go because like i said they're all pretty new to me as well yeah yeah to the whole country and you're going to be yeah yeah absolutely and you're going to be hitting um mostly uh in the near term the tech summits the cdia tech summits and then uh expo in the fall it sounds like oh absolutely yeah uh, we just started our um finalization of uh, cdia plans and then we do also want to bring uh, to uh, various um, regions in the country, east, east, uh, central, west for sure. But Meridian's got a reference series uh, speaker, the um, uh, DSP 8000 uh, XE, uh, and it's it's revolutionary uh, versus you know what we've had for 20 years. And I think when folks have a chance to take a listen, they're going to be blown away. And so New York City in August is is going to be our first uh, event. And Jeremy, I, I want to say that I talked to Katie at Meridian uh, two days ago. I want to say that uh, you were definitely up there like, hey, we'd like to have a few press people. So, Ooh, okay. yeah, that's going to be at Ed Gilmore's place, which is a, a fascinating uh, venue uh, in New York City. So mm. I couldn't think of a better place for it to be, actually, in New York City. But, um, but yeah, man, I, the regional events, uh, that'll be a highlight at, at Cedia as well. But, you know, Apex's goal is to make sure that while we're highlighting that, you know, pretty awesome technology that people also understand that there's a total solution, you know, from an experiential uh, aspect that we could bring um, to even bolster that uh, awesome technology and in, in the XE Meridian speakers. Well, that's great. Look forward to continuing to learn more. And I'm sure a lot of other folks were going to be in touch with you and you're going to be reaching out to them and uh, best of luck with all of that. And, uh, enjoy the summer and try not to work too hard out on the road. Thanks for taking the time out today. I really appreciate it, Jimmy. Dude, thank you for having me on this here, man. And it was so good to reconnect with you. Likewise, Jimmy Paschke is VP of sales and marketing for Apex Technologies US, the distributor of several high-performance European AV brands. You can connect with Jimmy via LinkedIn or learn more about his brands and the company at apex Tech. US to learn more. And that wraps up today's show. If you're new to Residential Tech Talks, please subscribe to the weekly podcast on your preferred platform and consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. Also, check out all the latest residential tech news at the magazine's website, restechtoday.com, where you can subscribe to the bi-monthly or print or digital magazine and to our email newsletters. Until next time, please stay safe, stay inspired, and let us know if you have a great story to tell. Residential, residential tech talks, lighting specialist, architect, and that's all the